Hello, this is Tyler Butler, the podcast producer for Wondrous Realms Podcast Group and the DM for The World of Esther, here with a brief disclaimer. During the recording of this episode, our recording equipment suddenly malfunctioned, resulting in some of our campaign being lost. However, I will be back again to fill in that blank later on in the program. We hope that this does not dissatisfy your listening of this episode. So, sit back, relax, and thank you again for listening to The World of Esther. Wondrous Realms Podcast Group presents The World of Esther, Season 2 The Curse of Barovia Featuring Tyler Butler, Sierra Rates, Nick Grasser, Greg Hall, Regan Street, Maddie Wobzer, and Mike T. Berry completely forgetting where my microphone is. I am Tyler Butler here with all of my very good friends. We have Mike T. Berry. Hello. Sierra Rates. Hi. Nick Grasser. Bonjour. Greg Hall. Hello. And Regan Street. Hi. Maddie Wobzer cannot join us tonight due to um, other commitments. So we will be continuing this session without her and we hope and wish her the best. Love you, Maddie. Love you, Maddie. <coughs> See you soon, Maddie. Uh, before we begin, I would also like to uh, give a special thanks to our uh, friend and sponsor. Ask, uh, is he? A, w w would we consider him a sponsor or a patron? We can ask him what he wants to be called. Very I don't yet to right. be determined. Our, our very special friend, our very special friend Jeremy Brent, who provided us with new recording equipment for our session. After Check a little out bit of his TikTok at Bellatro underscore D and D. Very good. Bellatro <laughs> underscore D and D. Check him out on TikTok. So, with that set aside, and if we have no other business other than finishing our very good meal, which we just had, we have to figure out <clears> when to <throat> brew for dessert. <laughs> <laughs> when the tournament nope. is at the absolute peak. I like, need a shortcake. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually very good. Thank, thank you for bringing them in, Regan. Of course. No problem. And and Regan's fox. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Regan. The giant squishmallow fox. Dude, I'm obsessed. It's like as big as a toddler. So, without further ado, let us dive into the world of Esther. <clears throat> So, when last we left off, our adventurers were heading for the town of Kresk after saving the Wizard of Wines from certain destruction. Before all that, there was a lot of trauma going on, and some bargains and some conversations with our patrons and so forth and so on. But once we hit the town of Kresk, we were faced with yet another bit of trauma. It seems to be a recurring theme in our podcast... 
Of the absolute worst of uh, trauma, with being faced with a giant graveyard in the center of town, leading up to a hill that held graves, graves, and <laughs> an abbey—that's the word, an abbey. Inside the abbey were not only uh, hybrid uh, humanoids called mongrel folk, but also an abbot who seems to be a bit more than human. One would say he's a bit. Divine. He better start fucking acting like it. Well, yes, because indeed he's not as divine as he seems because he's been the one in charge of making the mongrel folk and creating a flesh golem uh, replica of Irina Kolyana, the girl that the uh, party is meant to save from the evil curse of Strahd. Um, Oh shoot, where was Vasilka. I going with that? I can't remember. Her name is Vasilka. Her name is Vasilka, that's it. Her name is Vasilka. So, after the party saves Vasilka and uh, meets with a new ally named Esmeralda de Avenir, they begin work on trying to find certain artifacts and manage to find one, a strange book that contains the personal journal and diary of Count Strahd von Zarovich. Certified simp. <laughs> yeah, Certified. I'm pretty sure uh, Esmeralda, after listening to it, the session, um, I'm pretty sure she's this world's version of Carmen Sandiego. Duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're only going to be able to imagine that. Redacted. We do not own the rights to Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> Unless. Yeah, unless we sold all of our houses and gone into the oil industry. Anyway. <laughs> Stoltis says nay. <laughs> anyway. Oh, so, so, so he does know how to say no. He just chooses not to. The biggest of oofs. Oof, indeed. So, after that, a mysterious message was delivered by a mysterious messenger... Inviting the party up to Count Strahd's castle for dinner. Fuck Strahd. Yes. Thanks, Link. And... I do not intend to. <laughs> Doubly noted. Doubly noted. So, um... Tyler's like, oh, I'm gonna scratch out that section there. <laughs> well, no. Anyway, um, so they received a mysterious invitation, but Scarlet was the only one that took it, or rather she forced everyone to stay back. And well, she I was the only one who read it out loud. True. And, and then I was like, we still need stuff, so you guys probably shouldn't come with me. A very good call. And now... Was it though? We'll see. We'll see. We still need the sword. Yep, you still need the sword. So... From Sanjiro! From Sanjiro, oh. yeah. So... Longboard. So, uh, Scarlet is now on her way to dinner with a um, surprise co-pilot, or a surprise uh, passenger, Githany, a sort of kind of nemesis that we thought we left behind in the Dunic Isles many and many a session ago, and a tomb by the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so 
now, like, whenever I hear her, all I can think is, like, her showing back up again, and then Tiffany's voice from Adventure Time. She's like, that's right, it's me! Tiffany! (laughs) (laughs) We would have invited you, but you seem to be up to your neck in responsibilities. Uh-huh. So, our session thus begins on that dark and creepy cart ride up to Castle Ravenloft with uh, Scarlet and Githany sitting with each other. Scarlet, um, I will say this, Githany has not spoken to you since you've entered the Yeah, carriage. it is very silent in this carriage ride, I, I must say. And your perception is fairly, well, I would say that even well, without I, passive perception. I think my passive perception is a 15. Yep. She seems different. It, It's not that she is not looking at you, but, you know, out of choice or out of spite or out of malice. It more seems like she is zoning out. And it's just sitting there. And part of me is also like, fuck you. <laughs> Act like the the carriage lurks. Oops. Here, hold this for me. <laughs> so you two are just awkwardly sitting in this uh, horse-drawn carriage. Nice. This goes on. For relatively shorter than you think, you would expect this to take at least half a day, maybe more, Mm -hmm. to get to Castle Ravenloft. You actually get there in less than half an hour. Yeah, that seems pretty weird, all things considering. And you're already at the castle gates by the time, uh, since you've gotten in and by the time this time has elapsed. Time, man, it's in every word I say. Has Githany reacted at all during this carriage ride? No. She is zoned out. So, you approach the gates, you pass by the drawbridge, which at first is up, and then slowly descends down as Rahadin drives the cart into the castle courtyard. There in the courtyard, uh, the cart finally stops, in front of the main castle walls. And that, and then, and only then, does Githany slide over to the door, open it, climb out, and hold the door open for you. Uh, is she, <coughs> excuse me, is she like looking at me at all when she does this? Or she's just like kind of just standing there robotically she's acting almost like some sort of carnival automaton Mm. um I will slowly kind of slide out of the carriage and kind of keep my distance as much as possible from Githany 
So you keep He's, your... like, got her back against the other yeah, side. Yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, sidestepping kind of out. As you, as you step out and onto the grounds of Castle Ravenloft, uh, Githany stands behind you, shuts the door, and before you know it, Rahadin is by your side. He looks to, down to you and says, Please, my dear, we must not waste any time. Please, follow me. I shall take us to my master. He is anxious to see your company. Can I'll I'll nod and kind of like be fidgeting a bit. Can I kind of fidget with the earring so I can talk to Sunny slash Grandma Sylvia? You can certainly try. What do you say? Um, I'm trying to like be real, you know, like inauspicious about it. Like I don't want to be. Blatantly obvious, so I'm just kind of like quickly just like at at the castle. Githany is here. Hurry, Sunny. You hear Ithney at Salt E. Am I able to gather anything from that? Ah, uh, make an. Make uh, make an intelligence check. So Sunny and Sanjiro and the Blaze. I don't know if I don't know if Blaze has an I don't think I have one. That's a nat twenty. No, because we got him before Blaze Real came around. Yeah. So and I just got Stolpuses, so only Sunny and Sanjiro would maybe hear this if anybody. So I just want to clarify. Okay. Possibly, yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, uh, yeah, Nat, Nat twenty first, Nat twenty of the night on the first <laughs> roll of the night. First time ever on these dice. Woo! Even better. Even. I had better. to look at it to see if it was the one or the twenty because it's a skull, oh. and that could go either way. It right. was the twenty. I flipped it over. Right. Woo! I love the ones that say, yeah, I'm the 20 and fuck on the one. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I have one like that, actually. So, um, with that intelligence check, I will say that you get through the stack enough to understand that she's saying, at the castle, Githany is, you know, castle, Githany here, hurry. I'm just going to kind of make sure she knows I heard her and say, probably just... Okay, I hear you. We're coming. You guys. So as far as I know, nobody heard a goddamn thing. Well, as far as you know. Nice. I mean, mean, normally the earring is silent even when you hold it, Mm -hmm. but you're now getting absolute static, you know, as a return. And normally it only makes a sound when somebody actually uses it and thinks it. So the fact that you're getting static... It's odd. It's odd, but at least it means that, you know, there is a connection. It's just there's interference for some reason. Mm-hmm. So, do you follow Rahadin in? Uh, yeah, I don't really have much of a choice, and I haven't really thought this through, so I'm just kind of being really quiet. Doesn't sound like a big hill. You could, in theory, just jump off the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> so you Sorry. technically have a choice. <laughs> All right. If Lord didn't do anything, she just jumped 
through something. We're split. I'm innocent this time. This time. So, you enter into the castle foyer. Around you is, uh, within the first door, is a cylindrical room. And it is adorned with statues of gargoyles and dragons. As you uh, enter into the uh, main foyer, you hear the sound of an organ playing. Far off in the distance. Organs are very triggering for me. Rahadin comments, Ah, the master's playing tonight. Oh, like all the hairs on my body are like standing up. I am very anxious. He hasn't played the organ for some time. This shall be very good. It means he's in high spirits. He leads you into this uh, massive dining room. And as the doors open, the organ seems to come alive. There, seated at the precipice of the organ, you see Straw playing the organ. for some time, Rahadin motions you to stand. I'm gonna behave myself and listen. I am aware I'm in a very dangerous place and that possibly no other like adventurer has gotten to this point yet, so... Oh man, did I see any signs of anything outside the castle? Aside from a clear sky and a shining moon, not much else. Ooh, ooh, why does that sound familiar? Oh, is that when the dead come out of the graves or something? I can't remember. Oh, well, that's remember. only when the moon's blood red. Okay, okay. Sorry. I'm not Sorry. trying to meta. I'm trying to remember game, like, in-game things I was told. The organ suddenly stops, and the figure rises, and I meant to get this on the TV, so, but here, here we go. I'll try to send everybody an image of, uh, the Count Strahd von Zarovich in all Does he look like a bitch? Glory. Oh no, he's hot! Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, me see. I'm gonna pause while I look for this, so. Good. And we're back! Thank you all for holding. So, um, you now all see this, uh, you, Scarlet, you see this, uh, figure in front of you. Does everybody want everything on it? Like strawberries, whipped cream, cake? Oh, are you getting it for everybody? I didn't realize you were getting it. What? Are you getting it for us? Yeah, I was going to make place for people. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, <laughs> do you see this, uh... Did you fall yeah, it No. It's okay. So... <clears throat> You see Strahd stand before you, Scarlet, as he has now just finished his organ. And you realize that he, unlike everybody else in Barovia who seems dressed as if it's an age from the past or whatever, he seems fairly modern in his dress. This would be something you would see, like, on a military parade or something. You know, generals all dressed up in their finest. 
So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. He uh, beckons to you and says, Welcome to my home. Welcome to Castle Ravenloft. I am Strad Van Zarovich, Lord and Master of all of Barovia. Is the rest of your ensemble here? I'm afraid they're a bit delayed. Hmm. Such a shame. I was hoping to meet everyone, but I thank you for accepting the invitation at any rate. Come, have a seat. And Rahadin guides you over to the table. Mm -hmm. And as Rahadin pulls out the chair for you and sits you down, um, that's when you hear the whoosh of wind and you realize you're not alone. Because now sitting as well at the table are three other women plus Githany. Oh. Yes. You see, the same woman you met before in Valaki with the red dress. And you see Valeria in her sort of white rose dress. She's the one that bit me, right? She's the one that bit you, yes. Okay. And she is uh, perplexedly looking at her fingernails, wondering, oh God, what am I doing here? And occasionally glancing over at you. And then glancing back to her nails. I am trying not to make eye contact with anybody. Just kind of like looking at the table, just sitting there. Is this mahogany? <laughs> it is, in fact, a mahogany table. <laughs> a very large mahogany table. The largest you have ever seen. Where am I seated at at this table? Uh, I would say you are about four seats down from the head of the table where Strahd has seated himself. Am I seated immediately next to anyone or am I on my own side of the table? There's at least one chair space between you and uh, Valerie, or uh, um, what's her Valeria. name? Valeria. Yeah, Valeria. Um, and then there's, oh, Anastasia, the, the one in red. She's at least one seat down from you. Okay, so there's like a distinct gap with the big old us. gem in her head. So there's <clears> at least a little bit of a gap. There is a yes, there is a little bit of a gap. And she doesn't really seem to be paying attention to you either. In fact, she seems to be sort of pining towards Strahd. Yeah, that really heavily. And then there's the third figure, who is seated right next to Githany, and now has started to play with her hair. She's wearing this violet blue dress and around her neck is a strange little necklace pendant with what appears to be a stone of black and green stripes in the center of it. You've not met this bride before, but looking at her 
I'm looking at Githany. You swear there's some sort of resemblance. To, to Githany? To Githany, which is very weird. And Strada... Maybe they're related? You don't know. At any rate... Good sir. How delicious. Sorry, we're just tucking into our uh strawberry sugar cakes. <laughs> <laughs> We've been joking about those. Seriously. <laughs> mm. That was probably my favorite goddamn thing ever. <laughs> oh, that is divine. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is now an ASMR podcast. <laughs> All right. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would be trying to kind of observe the room to see who all is there. And you point out that the third bride looks kind of like Githany. But I'm also, like, trying to avoid eye contact with everyone. So I'm trying not to, like, stare at people too long. Right. Um, what does the layout of the room look like? It is a very long room. It is, uh, the stone is a sort of dark, almost granite-like stone built up. Above you, from the doorway that you came in through, is a portrait of a woman with red hair, wearing a purple dress. At the other end of the room... They will slap in the face to the other brides. <laughs> yeah. It, it really, yeah. When you walk into a job, clearly overqualified. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Me either. Uh, so. Can I search the room for potential escape routes in case this goes south? Certainly. Um, I would say make an investigation check. <laughs> Wrong die. Um, a nine. It seems to you that the door into the dining room is the only door out. Oh. Aside from the windows behind the organ, behind Strahd, at the other end of the hall. Aside from this, there are no other doors. Also, funny enough, above the organ is the skull of a dragon. Oh, fun. Hell yeah. It's I'm bones. Aware of the skull of a dragon? Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, you may not have ever really... <laughs> s You've seen pictures of dragons before, oh. but it is a gigantic... Um, dragon-like skull, reptilian skull of a giant creature. And its bones, surprisingly, are gleaming uh, silver. There is also something lodged into the dragon's forehead. A purple stone. 
the size and roundness of an ovaline ostrich egg. Get it. I don't know anything about that. Let's continue. <laughs> Anyway, I'm danger. <laughs> I'm danger. So, <laughs> so, um, Strahd uh, claps his hands and says, Come, let us eat. And very soon, uh, spectral servants come in through the door. They're almost like ghosts. Save for one, a dark man in fine attire, but he's also wearing what appears to be a spiked dog collar with spikes also pointing in. Scarlet, you recognize this particular waiter. You no. You recognize him as the servant no! who gave you <laughs> the wedding present. Does he have a pen? <laughs> well, I sure hope he does because I forgot to bring one down. So, Strata told us to eat at this one of the food in front of you. I mean, the food's being brought in right now. It's being brought in by these spectral servants and this waiter that you... Okay, this thing is, like, I've been trying to, like, dart around, look at things, and try to, like, retain as much as possible. I cannot look away from this dude. He looks back at you and flinches, but keeps going anyway. But he's also looking back at you, looking, you know, towards the other waiters, looking back at you, you know, nervously just looking back and forth. Oh, Nick, before you sit down, can you pass me the bottle of the uh, rosé, please? The food grape juice. I'm trying not to make loud clanking noises. I understand, and I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Jeez, oh, the service here. Right. <laughs> I don't need to brag, but... I'm going to have to go full yeah. care on your ass. Soon. See, this one's not planned. It's a good thing about having a bunch of backup characters that you'll never play. Eventually, Tyler will kill enough of them that you get to play them all. <laughs> but this is only a recent development, my friend. <laughs> modern problems require modern solutions. <laughs> so, the food is suddenly brought to you. It is roast chicken with a side of roasted potatoes and a strange plant that has been roasted and uh, cooked with an exotic cheese. An exotic array of cheeses, let's say. Exotic, exotic. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a joke about the exotic plant being like fennel or whatever, but then I was like, wait, is he legitimately referencing it? Because <laughs> wait, so, so do you think that uh, fucking 
ballast up there with his wine. He also had shimmering scale cheese. That is a good question. That's a question for later because they don't have shimmering scale here. It's or true. Well, yeah. Rip. I mean, vampire embargoes, let me tell you. So, you were served this roast chicken. Particularly, your roast chicken is served by the servant that you know. Of course it is. He doesn't say anything to you as he lays the food down. But you notice that while everyone else has had served glass or, you know, a sort of porcelain china plate, your plate in specific is silver. And you notice that as he places the plate down, there are tiny little blisters on his fingertips forming from where he touched the silver. A small uh, floating decanter of wine comes around and fills it. It is a nice rosé pairing with chicken. And he says, Ah, oh, let us dine. Let us dine and drink wine. And he holds the glass to his lips and drinks a toast. To new acquaintances. The woman in blue suddenly uh, stops fidgeting with Githany's hair, crosses her arms, looks at her plate, doesn't touch the food, and instead looks to you. She's very prim and proper, unlike the other brides. She sits very erect in her seat, and she says, Tell us, my dear, a little bit about yourself. We're all dying to know more about you. What would you like to know, my lady? Hmm. Why have you come here? I was asked. Oh, forgive me, I was not specific. Of course you were invited to this dinner. What I meant by asking why you are here is, why Barovia? It is very nice to have you here. May I ask my fair lady what your name is? You may call me Scarlet. Scarlet. What a charming name. Are you going to marry her just like all of us? I will ask you to mind your manners, mm. Valeria. Mind them? I don't even... I'm not even going to answer to that. 
Anyway, husband, you won't find a woman who has better tasting blood anywhere else. Excuse me. I'm in a bit of a mood. Oh, Strahd. This is such a wonderful dinner. It's been so long since we've had... Chicken. <laughs> chicken! That's a lot of chickens. I'm so glad we had this. I mean, the last meal we had was that ripe, beautiful little bit of... Oh, sorry. I was about to say something nasty. <laughs> I mean, the chicken doesn't just look good. It smells good and... And... Oh, who am I kidding? We all look good enough to eat, don't we? Strata's, uh... Yeah. I'm just kind of, like, stirring my food on my plate a little bit. <laughs> like, kind of, like, awkward during this marital discourse. But, uh... My second wife, Lucretia, she does bring up a very good question. I find it very, uh, difficult to understand how you could have, uh come to Barovia for no good reason. I don't pilot the ship. <laughs> Lucretia kind of looks up from her uh, dish. Ship? What do you mean, ship? Come now, you must have ships here. We don't have much of anything here, dear. I should know. I've been here the longest of all these three. And honestly, that's enough, Valeria. What she means to say is that, no, we have no ships here. Nothing flies here except the bats, and the ravens. And apparently me. Because you came in this ship. Why, yes. What is your ship made out? What are ships in general made out of? What? Wood? Dudes. And metal and ropes and... No, no, hang on, hang on. These ships, they... They fly. I told you that's how I got here. I'm very 
very confused by this conversation. I'm just gonna put it out there. <laughs> like the the look on my face is just like. I mean, she's confused too. She's looking at you like, shapes fly. What? What else do you think I got here? You could have walked. Many people do walk into the mist and find themselves here in Barovia. From where? From wherever they happen to walk into the mist. The mist. Obviously, you saw it as you came in, did you not? I'm aware of that. I'm just trying to think how she would respond to such a thing. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I'm aware that I saw the mist, yes, but... Spoiler alert, even though it already happened. <laughs> yes, but... Where are you located on a map? Well, if you are looking at Barovia, we are adjacent to Barovia by about half a day's trip. Yes, but I'm not from Barovia. Well, of course nobody is from Barovia. Barovia is its own domain. How do people get here? I already told you they come through the mist. And I told you that I came on my ship through the mist. All right, fine. You came in through a ship on through the no, mist. No, 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 none of this. No, I will not be disrespected. I am a guest. She has a point, Lucretia. You're getting a little feisty. I just don't understand the logic of this. I haven't seen a ship. Ever. Not ever since I was a little girl, Strahd. Not ever since you took me in all those years ago. Not until my granddaughter showed up. But that's enough, Lucretia. I will not be insulted at my own table. I may be second wife, but that doesn't mean I am second best. Come on, Githany, we're done here. What a party pooper. I mean, honestly, I was here first, and I feel I'm the most abused. And she walks away at the slightest little bit of conversation. Honestly, she's such a drama queen. <laughs> Forgive her. Lucretia, she's a bit uh, unstable at times. But she is right about one thing. Barovia is technically its own domain. It used to exist on the maps of the ancient times, but since then, the mist has taken it in. It is, but isn't. It is difficult, of course, to explain. This is anything with the dark powers of this land and all the dread that happened here. I actually find it quite charming and I think the future is brightest of all, as bright as moonlight. 
kind of like your eyes. The whites of them, at least. They're very moonstone white. <laughs> Mine have gone a bit pale. Oh. But you're very pretty. You're very welcome, dear. I'm just sorry the future doesn't hold out for you. I beg your pardon? Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I don't mean to be rude. But you see, I see the future. Through the eye. And your future doesn't look too good. You see my future? I see all futures. <laughs> all futures simultaneously. I dream the future. I daydream the future. I see the future every time I look at the sky. I am the future. That's why I am the third. <clears throat> I am the future of this land. Oh my god, I'm not listening to any more of this bullshit. <laughs> Let her finish her damned chicken in her whatevers. No, no. Go on. Go on what? I'm going back to my room. I'd rather be the sleeping dead than listen to her bullshit about the future. Future. Third most wife. And she sprints to the door and <coughs> slams it shut. It's not my fault she can't respect the power of divination. Oh, you really should eat. You look like skin and bones. And like I said, your future doesn't look good. So you might as well enjoy the present. How does it look? Oh, the present? It looks great. The f it's, what, it's the future that looks bleak. Yeah, tell me. Oh, I see you dead in a field of roses, surrounded by those you love. And there's a lot of blood. It kind of makes me hungry. Strong. Who's on you? I've already been dead. <laughs> <laughs> We've had one <laughs> I died once. <laughs> Straw just uh, is sitting uncomfortably listening to all this future talk and hears her say, you know, she's hungry. We'll eat your chicken. I'm not really hungry for chicken. It, it gives me cramps. I'm going to go out. Uh, you two have a great time. Oh, excellent. Um, Rahadine, I'll see you later. And she sort of sprints out the room, closes the door. Now it's only you, Strahd, Rahadine, and that servant you know. I take it you uh, have already met, Strad points to the servant, and the servant sort of looks down, he's guilty. As well he should. 
He attended your wedding night. If, indeed, the wedding was, uh, oh, how you say, Official. And <laughs> no, I do. That's the most important part, I say. From what I hear, unless you say I do and you mean it, the wedding is a sham. Then he can't have been at my wedding. Well, no, of course he was at your wedding. He's the one that gave you the knife. Oh, I'm sorry. The pen. You must think I'm some sort of idiot if you think that lying to me is... Uh... No, I, I wasn't lying. We just established that I wasn't actually married. It is during this moment that Strahd von Zarovich tells Scarlet that he was the mastermind behind the death of the gentleman. Sending his servant Emil as a sort of spy, he placed the dagger within Scarlet's hands, which allowed him to kill the gentleman. He also explains that the stone in the center of the dragon's skull is none other than the terrible weapon called the Stone of Corbinant. Strahd intends to use this stone for his own evil purposes, but he will shortly explain that. For now, let us return to our friends back in Kresk. You guys, I just heard from Scarlet. We need to hurry. Where do we go? She's at the castle. She said that Githany's there. Who? Who the hell is that? Oh, God, you're worthless. <laughs> Stoltis! Oh, he's charmed. Forgive me. She's gonna jump up and smack him across the face. It's better, roll it's better than stabbing him, which she was probably equally likely to do. Roll the D four for Shankilies. Uh, and and she, I'm a heel. She likes Scarlet better. So she's a like, modifier as well to the roll. Yeah, I can't Wait, defend so, myself. So. Oh. Well, luckily my strength modifier is negative. So it's a one for damage. All right. So, as you take one point of damage as uh, Sunny slaps you and brings you out of your charm. Now, we, we agreed last time that still, like when you're under the effect of charm, you still are kind of aware of what's yep. going on, right? It's okay. all it's in your subconscious. Yeah, as soon as charm person is broken, also, you are aware that you have been charmed and, by, and you know who charmed you. Gotcha. Like, you are immediately aware of all that information. So even if, like... You were just kind of passive to the whole thing, like immediately after you're like, oh my god, and then you're like aware of everything. Stoltis, all the bits that have been floating into your subconscious via the charm suddenly rush back out at you through your skull as you were knocked out of the charm. Mm -hmm. You are now aware that you have been charmed. You're now aware that Sunny has told you that Scarlet is at the castle. Githany is there. And you know that there's a dinner invitation involved, and you know that she left you all behind, and you're still waiting for Sanjiro. Fuck fucking Sanjiro. <laughs> <laughs> it's always his fucking fault. Um, I think Stolt is just gonna like quietly disengage or like turn off a 
lightsaber and flip it to his belt and turn to Sonny and what did you just say? Get the knees there. Like to ring them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Every instinct is turn into a fucking bird and start flying and trying to get there before anything happens. But wait, you guys just got here. You know someone else here. Githany is a problem that I thought I left buried. Literally buried. Like, up to her neck. No, 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 no. Just open up a hole. It's not important. It's not important. How long has she been gone? Alright, do I, like... At this point, you're aware it's been less than... It's probably been 20 minutes... It's been like 20 minutes. I don't know how they got there so fast. The castle's over a day's journey. Did they go somewhere else? She said they're at the castle. I don't know how they got there so fast. Well, it could be. I mean, we've seen stranger things with the Feywild. Time passes differently in these areas. I do have a trophy from a vampire that I any chance it would have gotten any information from him or them um what kind of information are you looking for like would I know of any like secret routes that they might have or anything like involved in the Feywild anything along those lines they did say something very strange about a horse and some hags who may know something the fucking bitches in the windmill. I might know where we could try to get information. What about Sanjiro? I haven't heard anything from Sanjiro. Unfortunately, I don't think there's anything we can do to Strahd without that sword, and apparently we need Sanjiro. Alright, let me yell at him real quick. No need. He yells at you guys. I'm on my way in. Well, hurry! I am! Not fast enough! I haven't met him, I don't think, have I? No. No, you have not met Mr. Sanjiro. (laughs) And Aaron's kind of looking around, looking at you guys like, okay, but look, seriously, this is not going to... Fuck, it's just like losing mom all over again. And this time, I don't even know this person that well. Except that they they seem seem kind of cool. Well, there's <laughs> only one thing we can do then. We get the sword, we go talk to the hags on the hill, and we go kill him. Hags on the what? You mean the the girls that feed out the little brunch biscuits or whatever? What dumbass would eat one of those? <laughs> <laughs> Some information out of him. Chop the cookie, snap that off his 
Aaron kind of pulls out his own necklace. They're not vampire teeth. They are gigantic werewolf fangs. Oh. And there are five of them. My boy! To be fair, I think vampires are harder to put in love with. There's an entire Where's fan base of Twilight like that disagrees with you. <laughs> Twilight fans are going to start screaming in this section. Excuse me! I do have a mad respect, though. His are probably way more sanitary than Chalice's necklace. Yeah. Do you think he sits here and brushes them? Like, every once in a while, just like... Yeah, you can definitely tell that the roots are still attached. Yum. That's my boy. <laughs> Good deal. But he, uh... But they're not rotting ears, so... <laughs> Yeah, they're not gonna rot. Um, I was able to get some information that uh, they're working with Strahd somehow, and maybe they know what, how they got there so quick, and maybe we can use the same roots. Might be something magical. Who knows? Where's the chat? I don't know how else we're gonna get there so fast. Well, first off, we're gonna have to get the sword. Tell Sanjiro to hurry up, whoever he is. He's a llama. He's a oh, yeah, Blaze He's supposed to be dead. <laughs> Aaron's gonna kind of look at you guys. Trust a fucking what? It, it's a long story. He turned into a llama one time. It was fucking great. I don't even know what that is. What is a a llama? Llama. <laughs> Why are we talking about the llama? You said he was a llama at one point? Yeah, he turned into a llama. I feel like we have more pressing matters to worry about than writing this on the time. This is a pressing matter. What the fuck is a llama? It's like a weird horse, okay? Can we focus? When Sunny's telling you to focus, you know you're Yeah, and she's got like reptilian scales and eyes all over her. She's yeah. fucking terrifying. We should probably listen to her. Isn't there a syndrome where when you were when you as a kid had to be the parent all your life, it like does something to your Yes. Yeah. It, it's called like parentification of your child. Yeah, it's fucked up. Oh, I feel that's like that's what's happening here. But anyway, <laughs> you hear footsteps coming up towards the gazebo. The, the gazebo! gazebo! There we go. That's that's one for the night. <laughs> the gazebo on my bingo card. Very good. It, it so, should be, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to make that bingo card. Anyway, so footsteps approach the gazebo. It's an older man with a beard and Sanjiro. Who's the older man with a beard? That's a good question. He approaches all of you. This young man says that he belongs to all of you. Yep, he sure does. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, kiddo. I've never met this man in my life. <laughs> oh, guys, thank goodness I got here. He's like, eh, just a minute, send us a minute. I am the mayor of this town. You understand. I hear you brought the wine in. Davian was talking about you at the local inn. Yeah. I want to thank you for that. <clears throat> I was hoping you could do me another favor. And Everyone doing, wants a goddamn favor. And no, doing no. so, I would also willingly make you officials of the city of Kresk. Okay, how Meaning that you can this? enter in and out of the city at any time without going through the ridiculous security checks because we trust you. So long as you're honest about any inflictions of lycanthropy, vampirism, bog sickness, or even the occasional rat plague fever. With all due respect, that is the lowest of my priority right now. 
the lowest of your priority is not becoming an official of the town. It's a very high and esteemed honor, right next to earning the key to the city tavern. <laughs> no, not that. No, I'm just saying that the, the anger's boiling up a little bit. You don't understand. No, I don't understand. Most people are I need to get to that bastard. We're killing the demon. We're, like, super busy right now. Foxtrot. <laughs> As we all we all feel that way, but you understand, you're all losing. A, you're all trying to. I am win. not going to lose Scarlet. Who's Scarlet? Oh, somebody important to you. I'm sorry. Well, I've... how about once we take care of this, we'll come say hi. Check back in like one to three business days. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, that's great and all, but look, if you're just out on the road, please, oh, please look for my wife. She's oh, missing. Oh, no, now I feel bad. My wife's been missing. She was supposed to return home, and you guys came here before she did. And why the fuck did she leave in the first place? Maybe she was trying she to was attending. You. She was attending business in Valaki, and that's why I'm here, Sanjiro cuts in. We gotta get the Valaki real fast. Look, I'll help you with whatever you're oh, trying to Jesus do here. Christ. Irina's getting married. To who? To Victor. Oh, I don't know. What? what? I went to the bathroom at the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you what? I don't know who Irina is, so I can't tell you anything. Who the hell is Irina? Oh. Irina's this girl that we've been protecting. Who the fuck are you? Oh, um, you appear to be friends with Ah, uh, yes, and now Stolfus must choose oh, between his girlfriend or his greatest enemy. <laughs> what are you doing in my house? I Victor marrying Irina. I want waffles. <laughs> <fries. laughs> oh, no. Azurafir, it's not important. Owlman, no, kind Owlman, of... Owlman, Owlman. That only happened once. Guys, this is not the time. Look, I know it's not the time. You know, I'll help you with whatever you're doing, but we've got to get back to Velaki. I need to getting... get over to this stupid pond and see if you can find a sword. Fine. I'll fuck it. I'll go and find a sword. You guys decide what you're going to do. And, and then he stops as he looks over at the pond. And he's like, I... I've been here before. Backstory unlocked? <laughs> What do you mean? That's impossible. He walks over to the pond. I've been here before. You just got here. He looks down into the waters. There's he's, no way you could have been here and left. He's he is staring at himself, but it's also not himself. Mm. There, it is a version of himself dressed in a suit of armor, holding a sword. He looks over into the water. I've been here before. He walks onto the pond. He does not sink. What? Jesus. <laughs> he reaches down into the pond, into the mire and the muck, but nothing of that mire and muck comes out. Instead, for the briefest moment, it's sunlight beneath. He holds out the sword. Its blade blazes with the sun light that has so, so far gone been lost in Barovia. 
He stares at the sword in reverence. And finally, the blade collapses in on itself. He puts it on to, he ties it around his belt and comes back from the water. And he snaps out. All right, so where's the sword? You want to tell me how you just walked in the water? I did what? Sanjiro, you. Do you not remember any of that? You just pulled a sword out of the lake without falling through. Oh shit. I, I guess I, I did. I walked on water? Uh, yeah. Okay, but that's not important. No, no. We gotta get to Velaki. We gotta save Irina. Because she's about to marry Victor. Scarlet's in. She's about to marry Grass. Grass. What? He grabs onto your coat. You let her go? You son of a bitch! I'm gonna kill you! Watch your tone! I didn't want to let her go. <laughs> then why isn't she here? Why aren't you watching him? She's the one who loves you! You're the one who's supposed to love her! I tried! Bullshit! You did! Sanjiro! No! I gave up everything! I let you two go! In the hopes that you would watch her. In the hopes that you would be willing that you would save her if she was in danger. I tried. Definitely tears coming out. I tried. Fuck you did. The fuck you did. Regardless of what petty squabbles you have going on, if you start Shut fighting up, amongst brain. yourselves, she's already dead. You know no one can control Scarlet. She makes her own decisions. Yeah, she does. She charmed me. I tried to stop her. <laughs> She's incredibly strong. And I'm not. But I'm getting her back. Whether you help me or not, you son of a bitch. Well, of course I'm helping. May not be helping you personally, but I'm going to help get her back. Fine. Fine. So where is the vampire? In his mighty castle. She got into a carriage, and she rode off. And I'm going to get her back. Not without me, you're not. Yours. Don't shake. Unless you mean it. I'll take his hand and... Mayor, I promise we'll keep a lookout for your wife. I want to thank you for bringing me in. And uh, you're, of course, invited to the wedding. Oh, I thank you. You know, I never really cared for Mayor Vargas myself. You know, the Burgomaster in Velaki, he's a real cuckoo spooky. I am not referring to anyone other than Kooky Spooky ever again. <laughs> Especially the BBEGs. <laughs> if you must go, then I suggest you go. I'm surprised. Uh, didn't the abbot try to help you at all? <laughs> there was a conflict of interests. Oh. Well, that's your personal business, and I understand you have other business to attend to. Maybe another time. I want to thank you again for 
listening to me and hearing me out. It'd be in your best interest if you drove him out of your town. Why do you say that? He heals people. He deals with the devil. <laughs> I will investigate this matter while my wife is absent. Keep yourself busy. That's one way to put it. So, um, um, you, young man, take this badge. You're now an official of Velaki. I mean, Kresk. I mean, yes, Kresk. So, you're free to enter our city. Just please be honest about being bitten by a werewolf. We promise not to kill you on sight, but we will leave you with ravaging beasts to lose your mind. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been called very blunt before. You must go. No, no. Go, if, go. Uh, if that's how I go, that's how I go. Go! Find your girl, and at the same time... Keep an eye out for my wife! <laughs> what are the chances they're in the same place? Not very likely. Okay, just, just wanted to... I, I just like doing this for dramatic effect. Anyway, so, you're all set on your mission to Castle Ravenloft? Yeah. Well, we were I thought we were going to go to Chrome because it would take too long to get to Castle Ravenloft. Right! Good idea! So... Because so, it's like, what, okay. a day and a half journey, but it's like... A few hours to get to the crones? I'd say as such. Okay, okay, real quick. Backtracking a little bit. Sanjiro's sword. Was it a lightsaber too? Because you said it kind of like retreated into the hill. Or are you talking about like putting it into the scabbard? That's not how I, I was it. I it was more like a flame sword. And it was yeah, I was thinking like a blazing lightsaber. Is there an actual physical hilt? There is an actual physical hilt. Okay. And it does... There appears to be, like, where the blade should be, it has been broken off. And within oh, it is, like, a crisp... No, that, what, that reminds me... Oh, what is it? Um, I mean, technically... What's her face in... All right, um, out game, it's called a sun sword. Dope. In Yashahime. Dope. Oh, yeah! Yeah, it's a demon sword. Where the sword breaks, but she uses her demon energy to make the blade. It's dope. It is yeah. really dope. That sounds real dope. All right, cool. Sorry. Right. No worries. So, you're heading out of the town of Kresk. And to see there is Davian. He's just, he's apparently just finished up business. I heard you were having some trouble. I'm about to make my way to Velaki for my next delivery. We need to get to the old windmill. Well, the old bone grinder, okay. So I guess this is where we part ways. Aww. No, hop in, it's on the way. Oh, I, I feel like I actually knew that, but that's okay. We'll say that. Um, how gracious of you. Not a problem. Hop on in. Alright, um, Godspeed. Godspeed indeed. Alright, everyone get Mini! Fucking kid. Kia! And you I'm all actually rush off. probably gonna walk and fly when I can to try to keep an eye on the lookout. Okay. Cool. It smells like he's brooding in the seat. He's kind of like getting in the zone. <laughs> thinking, because he also knows what is at the windmill with uh, this mystical voice of bullshit. Oh, yeah. 
so he's really having to think about what he's going to have to Man, do. Man, the button. Okay. Yes. It's all coming So, <laughs> we will cut here. We will cut oh. over back to... I thought you were saying cut the session. I was like, no! no! Yeah, I know. <laughs> we want to go. We want to go. I don't care if I get no sleep tonight. I do. I don't. So, Scarlet, all of this has just been dumped on you. Yeah. And Strah just looks at you very expectantly as if, oh yes, of course this is exactly your master plan. And it's genius, isn't it? What do you say? I don't know what to say, because I just found out, A, I've had a lot of doubt on if I killed the gentleman at all. Like, and that caused me a lot of turmoil because I didn't necessarily want to kill him. And then, like, I had to kind of grieve his death while also being relieved that, like, he wouldn't be all rapey. <laughs> and uh, then I found out that he's got the stone that I vaguely kind of know what it is. I know it's not fucking good. And that he also has, like, kept tabs on me this whole time. Or, well, our party in general, but... Yeah, he seems and pretty he's well... And he name-dropped Shauka and Amira, so he knew them by name. And I don't know where they are. And that static from the hearing of not hearing anything from my friends is really, uh, stressing me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, imagine. So he's looking at me expectantly, like he's expecting me to say something? Mm-hmm. Seems that way. Oh, and he just said he was going to use the stone, right? That's the last thing that yep. he said before we cut? Yep. Okay. He's going to use the stone to get out of here, he said. I meant to bring the whole of the party here, to tell all of them. Why? Why not? To show some sort of hospitality. Do you think that because I am what I am, it means I am not a proper gentleman? Or should I say a human being cursed? for all of time to be something he is not. Why bother toying with us at all if you're just going to use my stone? Because I want you to... I want you to consider something. <laughs> I suspect you know about a certain man far this would be west wouldn't it or am I thinking this is this is east isn't it your left no your left is west never eat soggy waffles bro <laughs> oh my god, I've never oh heard that before. Really? My brain does that every time. <laughs> oh my god. I particularly think of a specific Flapjack commercial, <laughs> and there's like an old dude. He's like, "West, 
And then the random guy's like, fries? You want french fries? What in the fuck? Uh, it's a never eat soggy waffles, N-E-S-W. It is a way to remember. It's like the please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Oh, that's, that's cool. Her education, the E stands for educational on our podcast, not explicit. <laughs> Don't listen to Nicholas, he is lying! <laughs> we are not responsible for any children who stumble on this broad- broadcast. Keep an eye on your damn kids! <laughs> and what the fuck they listen to! So anyway... That is going to help so much. Thank you for that, by the way. You're welcome. A certain man. Never forget. To the west. Oh my goodness. Who may or may not have grand ideas of empire. You're catching on to his clues. He's obviously talking about the Victorians. Mm-hmm. You know, they came here. Him, his entourage, 50 years ago, for the first time in 50 years, I decided to let everyone pass into Barovia break away the mists, open the doors to this land. He came in here telling me, oh, Strahd, you see how your kingdom languishes in waste. Your people suffer. You have not the means to create agriculture, revolution, industrialization. The first time I ever heard such words. every word he said. Then he proceeded to try to betray me. He does that. He's a politician. Worse than a politician, he is a parasite. He does not know how to care for his land properly. You do not have to tell me this. I'm well aware. Good. Then you hate him as much as I do, I'm sure. And hatred has a nasty habit of leading to revenge. I do not fear total industrialization. Total, maybe. But incorporating his industrial ideas could make Barovia its own lands again. A self-sustaining kingdom of omnipotence. But to do that, you need power. And in order to achieve power, you need something that was left behind by gods. And before I can open the gates again and leave them open, not just let the dark powers feast on me. That is the thing giving myself to this land, becoming cursed the way I have. I must service the darkness that lies beneath the soil of this land, the beating black heart of Borovia. 
that has always existed has existed like a poison in the well of society. And in order to break that, I need a stronger power. And one of your friends knew of such a gift, of such an object, of such a power. It took some convincing, but I managed to learn of the stone of Corbalit. I managed to learn everything I now know with her help. Need help? Who do you think? The only other person that knows is in your party. But before he ever came here, Shalta came here. And after much discussion, we learned if I learned everything I needed to bring my plans into fruition. The only problem was, was the gentleman. Oh, he loaned me many things and gave me some things, but I needed the stone. He would not relent. So, I had to do something drastic. And I'm sorry, you had to be the catalyst. I always planned for Emil to stick the knife into him, but, but, it just so happened there was a wedding. And so, you helped me. And I want to thank you. I want to thank you for your help. And as payment, as repayment for the suffering, I unintentionally put you through, my dear. He has now approached you. And his icy cold fingers are now under your chin. I wish to offer you a chance at revenge against Victor. Make a perception check. Lost an 18 and I get a plus. It's at least a plus three, so it's at least an unnatural 21, but I think my perception might be a bit higher. There are kernels of truths and half-truths throughout everything he has been saying. Mm -hmm. But where 
the truth falters is where it's the most difficult. For the most part, he is trying to be honest with you, but it's clear that he's also holding back some key details that might seal this deal for you. Mm-hmm. Though he's being completely honest about assisting you in revenge and maybe a little sorry that you had to be the one that killed the gentleman. Sort of. Or at least... That's that. sort of. How did you convince Shalfa to help you? <laughs> They've been making a ton of noise up there. Um, would somebody be willing to go and open the hole? Let them out. Because <laughs> I think at this point they're going to lose their fucking minds. Yeah. <laughs> I promised Shalfa. That if she did not attack me in any form of rebellion, I would let her go. And then she told me what she knew. And where is she? She did not keep her hand bargain. She's not dead, per se. Just gone away. Put away, almost. Oh, but you must be growing tired of my appalling company. You must be tired. This castle, in its glory days, it was the most beautiful thing in all the world. I laid the foundations of this castle with my own bare hands. For my mother, Queen Ravanovia. It's a shame she never got to see it. She died on the way here with my brother, Sergei. The less said about that traitor, the better. Do you say that? Or are you... Uh, you know what, fuck it, yeah. I'm gonna go guns blazing. It was more of a blessing that she passed and I kind of jerked my chin away from him. I would disagree with you, but then... Considering the monster, I... That's what I'm trying to say! That's what the, 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 the shoe was going to drop on me, so she did not see the monster you have become! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page. <laughs> You're agreeing with the bad guy. But yes, that's exactly... I'm 
pausing for dramatic effect. I'm surprised as well you did not bring Tatiana with you. At least. I don't know a Tatiana. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean Irina. I would never let you near her. But don't you understand? That's the other bit. Irina is the reincarnation of my lost beloved Tatiana. It is our love that has been separated over the generations that ties me even further to this land and the dark powers. Now they feast in my heart. You're a bigger fool than I thought. What do you mean? First, you think using the stone of... I'm sorry, is it Corbinet or Corbinet? Okay. First, you think using the stone of Corbinet is going to save your land when all that it brings is destruction. I can control it as I control the dark powers of this Every world. Every man with power thinks that they can control these things. You, Victor, the gentleman. But you're an even bigger fool than that. If you ever thought that you had a chance with her, she chose him. She did not choose Sergei over me! Then why isn't she here with you? If you oh. didn't look like her... I'm just so you don't want to hit this pretty face. If you did not look like her, I would tear your face from my skull! Just because she looks like someone you pine for does not mean that she is her. That is where you are wrong! That is where you are all wrong! In this land, souls do not ever reach the heavens. They recycle over and over again in a constant cycle of reincarnation. The only reason that Irina has red hair as she has had in all of her reincarnations, over and over again, is because her soul is the same soul of Tatiana that I lost 250 years ago. Then why do I look like her? Because you are outside of this land. I am sure that redheads breed like rabbits wherever you are from. You think that people look like this? Yes! I am sure that everybody has strange hooks and knobs and whatever strange things Victor has cooked up on that godforsaken island. Uh, 
All right, what does he need to... What's the saving I'm trying throw? to figure that out, because... Because it, it, I cast command, so I guess I just look up command. Mm-hmm. He would look up I command. I don't automatically have it on here, so I have to, like, look it up. I can pull up another window real fast. It's a wisdom save, it says, but I'm trying to figure out the DC. Usually, whenever you're making, whenever you use a spell, uh, depending on the, the usually most of the wisdom, most of the spells I use that use a wisdom save are a DC of fifteen. That's uh, that's your spell save DC, isn't it? Yeah. I okay, think so. so yeah, yeah, that would be that would be what we're looking for. So he has to make a fifteen to save. Yes. Okay, so let's see what he does. It's a wisdom saving throw. Yes. Strahd, um, that's a seven. Simp, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Too late. Silence! And I get this fey magic all around me, and my appearance is very unearthly. And remember how we had this conversation about the in place of a dark lord, you yeah, want a queen? Yes, with Galadriel. Um, there are none who look like me. I will believe it. Forgive me. Do you wish to leave, my lady? No. Then I must retire, unfortunately. No, you will not. Then what will you have me do? You're going to take me to Shalva. As you wish, my lady. Take my hand. I promise it is the only way, the quickest way. We must go deep below to the foundations of Ravenloft. I will take his hand. You take his hand and sort of like uh, apparition. Yeah, nice. You fade out of existence and fade back into existence. And down under the cold foundations of Ravenloft, Strahd takes you past numerous tombs and sarcophagi and takes you to a secret room. He pushes a brick in the wall and it opens a secret door. And inside you can hear a strange mechanical hissing. Beep, beep, beep. And inside is this large mechanical construction a sort of cylinder with a crystalline glass sheen. It is frosted over with glass, but the figure you see inside, suspended in animation, is Shaltha. Unfortunately, this machine has been running for 50 years. She is all right. I have 
been assured. But as you can see, and he points down to some indicators, the lights are turning red where once they were green. I have been told by Victor when he gave me this invention that should it ever reach red and I do not have the source of fuel it requires, unless I let her go, she will die in suspended animation. And why don't you let her go? I am terrified. <laughs> yeah, you are! Yeah, you are! <laughs> My girl! his hand at the machine, it begins to hiss. <laughs> the ice inside seems to suffuse and melt and evaporate all the same. The glass cabinet in front of it seems to magically open as if a hole is eating away the crystalline glass. Shatha takes a deep breath. and falls onto the floor. She's twitching. She's trying to get up. It's hard. Eventually, she shakes it off. I know better than to go help that bitch up. <laughs> Smacked halfway across the room. So you got a new bitch to fuck Strahd? Is that it? Is she old? I just gotta ask. She she hasn't really aged much. Despite, it looks like she's aged a little bit from, I will say when I she, played her, right, obviously. When I played her, but she doesn't look a day over 30. Oh god. How long has she been in there? 50 years. Just, she uh, went in when Aaron was very young, and she was in her early 20s before she had Aaron. Oh, yes. So about 50 to 30 to 50 years. Okay, because Stoltis has been away for 50 years, so I'm just trying to figure out a timeline here. Why. Yeah, you both haven't really aged much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess now it's ready. You know, I gotta cleave you vampire bastards and bitches up into pieces. Where's I will forgive that. 
Where's Amira? Where the fuck is my son? Aaron's going to... safe. What did you do to him? Why did he let me out? Who are you? My name is Scarlet. And it is really nice to meet you. Cut there! <laughs> you guys, it's been a little over half an hour. The horse has been speeding its way over to the windmill. You finally... You okay? Excellent. You finally make your way there. You're at the windmill, just as it looks like uh, Morgana is bringing in a cart to the windmill. <laughs> oh, I also well, forgot I that Esmeralda is with you as well. Okay. I've only ever uh, seen these ladies around. They're really fucking creepy. Yes, yes they are. Go oh, buy some fucking pastries. I miss Cadmus. Oops, Stolta's just gonna My play. mother! Well, this is gonna put his hand on Sunny's shoulder. Understandable. Understandable heavens. Um, can we get this a little quick? They're really creeping out. Yes. Alright. Hold on, hold on. Before you go in there, maybe we should, uh, prepare. You said something about them being witches? Owl man? Crones, yeah. That's what the vampire called them, uh, what was his name? Uh, Gasto. Gasto? Gasto. Uh, Gasto. Real press. I would imagine so. Tell me, tell me, tell me. What happens when you live the high life and everything's given to you? True, especially when that is uh, blood and the flesh of newborn babes. Yeah. So. Maybe I have something I want to do. I could just I will need shove time. this in their necks if they try to do anything. Oh, no, no, no. We need to be careful. If they are in any way connected to their Feywild or some other demi-plane of dread, then we need to be very, very careful. Trust me on this. Me and Wagen Richten, we are professionals in this uh, line of work. Excuse me, something was said by somebody who was about to get blown up. <laughs> Don't worry, I am professional. <laughs> <laughs> Either I'm right or it's not my problem anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I will cast uh, a circle around the windmill. I think the circle will be big enough to contain the windmill. It does not seem to be so big. Um, yep, she does. Yep. I will cast a magic circle around the windmill. All I need is approximately one minute can you give me at least one minute and keep them distracted long enough so they don't see me cast the circle? Once I do, and I tell the circle to mark it for Faye, 
they won't have a chance to escape if things go south. Alright, start casting this spell and I'm just going to start walking up. Okay, you guys all start walking mm. up. Yep. The door is closed. Who's knocking? I'll do it. Okay. Azure Fear, you knock on the door. One moment, please. An old woman opens the door. Oh, visitors. We don't get visitors. Oh, and you brought a little child. I am going to kind of like step in the way to where like I'm kind of blocking the view of her. I just imagine the wings are... <laughs> oh, I will. Oh, That's my no, plan to do it next. You misunderstand. You misunderstand. We love children around here. <laughs> we don't get them very much. Sunny's face is like, she is calling me a child and I am not a child. <laughs> I'm 16 years old. <laughs> this is where I watch my parents die, Raphael. How a bummer, dude. <laughs> How can we help you? Morgana just came in. Yes, um... We, well, we were thinking and talking, and we decided that, you know what sounds great? A good pastry. And oh you my know God. who makes the best pastries in town? Oh, you want a fresh batch of dream pastries? Oh, yes, only the freshest you can provide. We just finished baking a batch, and they turned out most lovely. But I love them when they're a little crisp. Could you maybe put them in for another, maybe, I don't know, 60 seconds? <laughs> I beg your pardon. Oh, I like them that nice, toasty, just a little bit overdone. Just 60 seconds longer. Well, I don't really, I don't honestly see anything really wrong with that. Oh, we would be so grateful, and we would be happy to throw a few extra coins your way. Well, why didn't you say so? Someone come in, come pretty in. Pretty as you, I knew you would do it for us. Come in, come in. Oh, we rarely get visitors or paying visitors. Well, they actually wanted to wait out here because they, they're very claustrophobic, but I'm more than happy to come inside with you. But of course, dear. Come inside. Okay, and I'm going to look You're going to Hansel and Gretel this bitch? <laughs> so you walk in. This old, this old lady uh, brings you into their main foyer, and you notice that Along with all the, um, you know, you see the typical, boy, this kitchen's a fucking mess. Yeah. You know, bad flour everywhere, you know, things left in the sink, half unwashed and half, God knows how long they've been in there. It's supposed to be fantasy, Tyler, not real life. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's the bones on the floor. Oh, did you just finished cooking some chicken? <laughs> yes! We had some for dinner. Oh. Morgana! 
What is it, dear? We have a visitor. A visitor? Why, how unusual. Let me see. Oh, my, what pretty feathers you have. Thank you. Thank you very much. My dear, did you want a pastry? Yes, um, Morgana here was just gonna throw them in for another I'm Morgana, dear. Oh, That's Atricia. Atricia, what lovely names you have. Very. You're such a charmer. Oh, why, if I you... Try. Why, if I had some of the plumage you had, I'd make a little feather hat. <laughs> yeah, but they're not for sale, I'm sorry. Oh, of course not, dear. They're your feathers, not mine. <laughs> so, you wanted a pastry, a special order, that yes. might cost double. Would you be agreeable to that? Double, um... I charge one gold piece per pie. And you're free. Has it been at this point? I will say it's been half a minute. Oh my god! Keep going. Um. Yeah, that's. Oh. Why don't you come sure. and take a pick of your pastry? <laughs> Plus, that's how witches do shit. Yeah, that's, that's asking them to do some boo shit with my body. So, I have cinnamon buns. I have. Sunny <laughs> just goes like, poof, push it You know, SpongeBob. Yeah! You know, the fucking metal. I'm so sorry. I, I'm allergic to cinnamon. Who knew? Oh, that's terrible! Yeah. What about sugary blueberry muffin? Oh, I love blueberries. You love blueberries? Absolutely. That's... They were my grandmother's favorite. Perfect. You know, your grandmother, I don't think I've seen an owl person before. Oh, no. Yeah, you uh, wouldn't have for about a decade or so. Why would that be? Who cares, Morgana? Finish the damn pie! I want to read my stories! Oh, you have to forgive my sister, Trisha. She's obsessed with her bedtime stories. I don't know where she gets it from. Maybe it's because Mother wouldn't just kept suckling her to her teat all the time. I wouldn't know. <coughs> oh, I don't know if that's in character or not. I don't know. It's <laughs> well, yeah. master. I it was. Know. <laughs> we'll say it was. I wouldn't know either, dear. So, crispy blueberry muffin. What an unusual choice. Yes, absolutely. And um, a little extra done would be awesome. Perfect. And she puts the muffin into a tiny little tin, puts it into a roaring hot oven, closes the oven door, and she turns around and says, Now what are we going to do about the gold? I'm going to let this sit for about two more minutes. Two, two more minutes, I think, will be just fine. Oh, get that extra. You've got at least, like, 
You're so close. Okay, well, what we could do Two is... Two gold, please, my dear. Purchase. My buddy Stoltis actually has the coin pouch. <laughs> you came in here and asked us for a treat and said you would pay double. He's right outside. I, I assure you he'll pay. The worst. The worst. Did somebody else in this party go looking for something and didn't have money to pay for it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I'll take these. Okay, that'll be money, please. (laughs) Never mind. Can't I just have them? (laughs) (laughs) You're not really here for our pastries, are you? What else would I be here? I definitely, and I'm going to say it really loud. I definitely wouldn't be here to try to find the fake passions that Strahd uses! What?! And then just in that second, symbols erupt onto the floor. A ring of sparks and light. What? What treachery is this?! What have you done, you bird-brained bastard?! I would have taken out my trident and put it right up to her throat. Oh, Sunny. Do you know what I am? Oh, Do no. you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's married to the Muffin Man. What if she's the, the, the one who's married to the Muffin Man? She is the one who's married to the Muffin Man. Redacted. That's the Muffin Man is in public domain. Absolutely. Yeah, but that, like, uh, that, never mind. That's fine. That's sequence that of conversation parody. Oh, okay. Even though I'm an owl. Do you know what I am? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's a parody, but then like parody. <laughs> oh, for, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, I need to shake your hand after that one. Thank you. I, I aim to bleep it. Ah, no, no, you bastard. <laughs> Did he chew through it? No, no it's good. <laughs> Thank you. Don't you know who I am? He's cool. God dang Juggernaut. He's like, I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> Alright, all about that. Tyler, show me all about who again. she actually is. Show me the money. And her face begins to contort and stretch. The human-like features begin to turn into a sickly purplish mass her sort of granny age teeth become horrible fangs her nails become literal claws I'm not just any ordinary witch sonny I'm a night hag and I'm going to drag you to hell Actually, I think I gotta get going, and I'm gonna start backing up towards the door. (laughs) (laughs) So you back towards the door, and Atricia has also shifted. God damn it. It's okay, it's okay, we're still recording. Atricia has also changed her shape, and is blocking the door from you. Where do you think you're going? He's going for that cable. Yeah. He's like, you 
want to fucking lock me in a room? <laughs> I'll take the one thing you love. The one thing you fucking need. Well, uh... Yeah, this is fun. So... What does it sound like outside? Yeah, I was gonna say, can we hear anything? I mean, I did yell on purpose so they would know. Yeah, you know, you heard like that was supposed to be the key. Like, hey, it's go time. Can I kick in the door? You (coughs) certainly can try. Oh, knock the bitch down. Try to block the door. (laughs) It just like bumps her in the back. She goes. Do you need to roll a tower? Do 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 for his fucking moment, and it's here. Yeah. Let's see. Roll strength check to see if you, uh... Knock down the door. Oh, yeah. in front of you, as a refer, is suddenly pushed to the side and screams in agony as Blazerail comes in to your rescue. Fantastic. Um, I... I'll only ask this again. And my friends, they're not too... How do I say it? Um, conversational. So... You could make this easy and give us the secret, or we'll get it out of you. Make a persuasion roll. I'll say with advantage. I was gonna say I'm probably like <laughs> tapping my ass. And y'all know Aaron and Sanjir are just like Oh, you like said with advantage. Too. Yes, please. That is eleven. With no. advantage? Yeah, I've got a minus three to persuasion. Rip. Wow. Okay. They look music. Because you have a beak, probably. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, animate your face as much. I'll so you can do no the big play. eyes. I'll peak no penetration pencils. So, I... Oh, you really think it's going to be that simple? There's no way we're going to let you in on the secret. Not a we die. But you will all die first! <laughs> Roll initiative. Yeah! Well, I preferred how you looked before anyway! Six, right? Correct. That was like so I can <laughs> fuck your shit up. <laughs> okay. So, um, I will go into run encounter, and we are going to pause while we figure out the initiative order. We'll be right back. 
And we're back. Thank you for holding. So, Lady <laughs> Riel, you start top of the round. What would you like to do? I would like to go into a barbarian rage. You fly into a barbarian rage! <laughs> and I'm pretty sure uh, the hag that was closest to me that I basically kicked in. Yeah, she's, she's laying on, on the floor, kind of holding her hip like, oh! I'm going and swing your axe at her. Wait, the the door witch or the other witch? The door witch. Door witch. I'm the door witch. Door witch. I don't know. Fuck you. I, I made the parody joke, what? so. 23, does that hit? Yeah, that hits her. Okay. So she takes a big old chomp out of her. And I'd like to attack again. Go right ahead. So you can you can attack twice per turn now, eh? Yep. Ball five. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Swing again. So first axe hits, second axe misses. Took a pretty good sizable chunk out of her. And uh, that's the end of your turn. All right, next up is Sanjiro. He's going to leap into the fray with his samurai sword. That's all he knows. Which one? His samurai sword, not the sun sword. Okay. He misses. What a bitch. <laughs> That's the end of his turn. Moving on to the night hag. She's going to look around and say, You fools. This is the one uh, by the oven. Do you not realize what I can do? And suddenly you see her teleport out of existence. For a second. Before suddenly, What did you do? <laughs> That was my work. It's a magic circle, you stupid bitch. <laughs> you are officially, as the Victorians would probably say, fought. <laughs> I literally wish I would have gotten that recorded. Oh, I, mean, we I must say, I oh, like hey. these Victorians. Well, you have to get the face. You say that now. I know, right? <laughs> I love his uh, Xanathar face. Xanathar. Yeah, you're the best. Tyler, you're the best. No, my two favorites are Xanathar face and his horse face. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So instead, she's going to come at you with a claw attack. That's fair. I would like to point out I do have my shield out, too. Cool. Cool beans. That's man. cool beans. Right. Cl -cl -cl Close quarters. So. I'm a dumbass. Let's see. I want. It was mainly because she said Sunny. I was like, uh, no. You're not uh, 17 to hit? That just hits. Okay. 
is uh, four, you take 14 points of slashing damage. Okay. Shut up, logic. Anyway, <clears throat> now it's Aaron's turn. He's already, he's coming in behind you, Blazeriel. And he's going to sort of fire a harpoon over your shoulder at the other witch at the end. That's why I'm asking. It's a good question to ask. Give me one second to look up his character sheet because I need all that info. You good? Oh, they're just having fun. No, God. I know. Now I'm just gonna think about the Mothman. He's a mothman, man. I saw the video of a Furby ripped off its skin, painted its eyes red, and then turned it into a mothman Furby. Oh my god, Nick watched a video where a Furby got crushed the other day. Yeah. It was terrifying. Was it screaming? Yes, it was still talking the entire time it was being crushed. That's amazing. It's amazing. Furbies are terrifying. Yeah. He, makes, he fires the shot for six points of damage. Right in her eyes, suck. Kind of glancing over his shoulder. And with that, um, Stultus, it is now your turn. Which, uh, what you doing? Um, I'm gonna just blast a vine or a thorn within at a, a peekaboo lady. Fire away. Okay. Fire away. Uh, 18 to hit. Hits! <gasps> hey, whoever's down there, you better stop. No, nay. You not leave me alone. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Uh, D6. That'll be for 10 points of damage. Okay. Give me one second. Okay. Oh, boy. How many points? I'm sorry. Just 10. Just 10. Ten's pretty good, all things considered. So she takes some thorns to the face. She's not happy about it. Azura fur. Uh, okay, well, she's right on top of me, so I'm going to jab her with my bite. All right, you do that. That is a unnatural 20 to hit. Well, yeah, that hits. Good. I hope so. For a whopping two damage. I'll take them as they come. And then I'm going to take it out and hit her again. That one's only 11 to hit. Nope, doesn't hit. Alright. Can't win everything. So the, ne the next one to hit, um, that's the hag. Um... That, that, got a, that got a chunk out of a out of a. I think that was Morgana. Uh, no, this is um. The one that started with an A. I can't remember her name right now. Atricia. Atricia's going to get up, and she's going to look around and say, 
Sister, I think we are sorely flummoxed. I think you mean fucked. <laughs> As that bitch out there said. Oh, I'll take a piece out of him. We'll fight tooth and nail. So she is going to approach um, you, Blaze. Starting with you. And she's going to hit with her claws. Okay. 16? No. Misses. Mm -hmm. She utters a silent damn. Next, Sunny. Alright. <clears throat> Light them up. Uh, she's on fire! <laughs> she's attacking Blaze Real, right? Yep. Okay. Um, how. We're, we're in a pretty small room, right? Yeah, it's, I would. The radius of the magic circle, I think, is about 10 feet uh, in diameter. Okay. So. Alright, I would like to go up to her and like grab her on the back and cast Shocking Grasp. Ooh. And as I'm doing it, up? I want to say, get your hands off him! Ooh, and that's not as good as I would like it to be. I would like it. So that's, uh, 13 to hit. No, that doesn't hit. I'm sorry. That's okay. She's angry, so she's not probably going to take any That's okay. Very fair. Very fair, indeed. All right. With that, top of the round, Blaze. Uh, well, I was attacking the one chick, but now I'm going to attack the one that's attacking me. Mm-hmm. Well, that, the, the one that's attacking you is the one that you attacked earlier. Oh, cool. Yes, that one. Yep, fire away. Does it take any hit? Nope. Fire again. I'll let you re-roll for with a D twenty. It's okay. Sorry. It's all right. That would have been better. Does a ten hit? <laughs> no, even worse. Uh, fire again. That's better. Okay. Does a 19 hit? Oh, yeah, that one will hit. Okay, cool. Just 25 points of damage. Heck. Nice. That hits her pretty hard. Now it's up to Sanjiro again. That's it, 25? How are you doing that much with one swing? I don't know. He rolled a nat one, so his sword gets stuck in the wall. God damn it, Sanjiro. Oh, dear. is going to make another claw attack at you. 16 to hit? Just hits. Mm. 12. Damage. Now it's Aaron's turn. Let's see. 
misses. So... Steltus! Cool. Um, Thorn Whip again, because uh, we haven't gotten to that point yet. Uh, that'll be a 24 to hit. Yep, and same one as before, yes? Yes. Okay. Seven points of damage. Okay. Slowly but surely. Azura Fur. Um, I would like to use my wings and cast Gust on uh, the one that's right in front of me. Um, she must make a strength save of 10 or get pushed back five feet. She got a nat one. Cool, good. So she gets pushed back into the oven with such force that... Oh. I didn't realize we were right in front of the open oven. Well, the, the oven's closed, but still oh, she's being gotcha. thrown into the oven. It cracks and... points of fire damage as the oven explodes. Okay. The wall um, is now on fire. Excellent. Well, I'm going to pull up my bow and shoot an arrow at it with my extra attack. You do that. That is a 19 to hit. Sorry, a natural 20 to hit. Oh, yeah, that... Yeah. Uh, ooh, I am going to make that... I would like to make that an arcane shot, because I do get to shoot after it I, if I know it hits. Yep, 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 yep. Um, to do a grasping arrow, um, she's going to get grasped with... Um, I know we said they were like shadowy bramble thorns and looking things that um, grasp her. She takes an extra 2d6 poison damage on top of the normal die. Okay then. Um, so that's 3, 9, 12, plus mod 16 points of damage. And then if she moves more than one feet in a turn she takes an additional 2d6 slashing damage and then that lasts for one minute or unless another creature succeeds on a dc 10 athletics check to remove the brambles and then i hit them oh i'm gonna second win as my bonus action too because <laughs> i'm hurt okay good then i'm done sorry no worries no worries Alright, now it's the other hag's turn. She's furious and kind of looks down at you, Sunny. She's going to mark you for her claw attack. Nine? Nope. Alright. Now it's your turn. It's my turn? Yep. Alright, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And she's right up on me, right? Like she's oh, yeah. Me, I mean, so. she's turned around and, like, after you've gripped her coat and everything. 
freaking firebolt right at this bitch. For a second, I thought you were saying fireball, and I was like, what? Well, everyone roll new characters. No. That's the problem with a lot of my magic attacks, is that they're like cones or like yeah. areas. So Bad like, and tight spaces like this. Yeah, so what I'd like to do is kind of like push off her so she's not right on top of me and like almost like as kind of like a reaction to like pushing her back. Mm hmm. So, fire you do that and you firebolt her. And that's we'll a cantrip, so. No, that one's a roll. I gotta roll for it. Oh, yeah, but it, but it's it's a cantrip. Yeah, 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 sorry. It's okay. Okay, that one's better. That one's an 18 to hit. Yep, that hits. All right. Oh, let's see how this goes, though. I can never tell the 10 one. Twenty-two to, or twenty-two damage. Obviously, fire damage. Is it D5? Is it fire damage? Yeah, it's two D10 at this level. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, she's looking pretty bad. Big old burning hole in her chest. Oh, but do you have an ability that lets you add your modifier to cantrips? Because normally you don't. For cantrips. Oh, maybe. Normally, you have to have a special ability that lets you add modifier. If it says it, though. I mean, it doesn't say it specifically, so then it would be less, three less than that, or four less than that. So what did I just say? Yeah, because like, there are special mm -hmm. abilities, like Eldritch Bolt gets your modifier if you have a special ability, but otherwise cantrips don't. So without it, it's 15. Okay. Well, if it's 22 minus 4, that's only... Wait, I'm getting myself confused now. What's your what's your spell mod? Four. So So it would be eighteen. If it was twenty two minus four it's eighteen. Okay. So just add four back to whatever okay. I put her down as. Yes. Okay. Done. Because I rolled both I rolled the damage on one die, so I couldn't remember what the exact numbers oh, were, so gotcha. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, no, you're good. Just trying to keep us honest. Yeah, yeah. Alright. Blaze, you're up. Uh so, we want to center up Sunny on that fire. We can't yeah. in the fire now. No, no, no. Sunny just threw a firebolt at her. Oh, okay. Thanks so much. Sorry, but I can still attack her. Yeah, you can still attack her. And Ooh. she's technically on fire. Kind of. Sort of. You said 15, right? Yeah. Nope. Okay. Is 22 hit? Yes. She's looking really, really bad. 
Alright, next, Sanjiro. Somebody. Nat 20 on the hit. Ooh, wow, he actually Ooh. did something. Oh, wow. Why Shots did you fun. mean to him? He's a bitch. <laughs> he got Acorn killed. He did not get Acorn killed. He, was, he had one job. That job was to watch Acorn. Fair. He was hair figure to make sure he was safe. So technically, it's my father. <laughs> technically, it's Casmus's fault, and he's dead. So, man, you. they both died not knowing that the other one had died. Oh, it hurts real. It hurts real sad. bad. Yeah. Well, what do we? Like Casmus is like, I need to find my son, and right. like. Wait a minute. What did we do with the dopey chick? Dopey chick. Dopey chick? The flash golem chick? The Silka? The Silka. I will assume that she's with you guys. Oh! Great. Waiting in the cart. Sorry, that's, <laughs> that's, also, that's also my bad. Okay. I forgot There's about a lot of NPCs to be yeah. I know, they're Tyler, fucking everywhere! Tyler, Tyler is trying real hard to keep Sanjiro and Eren active. And you, like, know, you know, like in a movie where there's like a bunch of fighting and shit going on, there's someone just like listening to headphones. She's like, I'll just be sitting in the cart listening to my tunes. <laughs> yeah! yeah. <laughs> she says, chilling. <laughs> now we're all like, Shh, die! Die! In all y'all's defense, like, yeah. She's just there for a Sorry, Tyler. Like, hmm. I kind of went along with it. Yeah. So. yeah. I know, that's what I was saying. Let's see. The one quiet person in your group that you keep forgetting is there, and you're like, oh. Yeah. When did you get here? Where did you get that? Chick? The, one, the, the one office meme where the chick randomly shows up and touches the chick. Oh, like, fuck. fuck. <laughs> He did nine points of damage against uh, that well, one. But the critical hit. He did roll that twenty. Oh, that's right. It's doubled. So we're all so rusted. I I was gonna say I was like, damn, he sucks. <laughs> oh yeah, the she's in worse. So now it's uh, your guys's witch. Uh, she's going to cast. Um, I'm checked out for the day. Right. There goes my battery. 
she just casts it at uh, level Until one. Last time. All right, so she's going to cast a magic missile at a uh, Stoltus. That's a five. Uh, magic missile always hits. Oh, does it? Yeah, I don't even have to roll to hit, so you get, yeah. I mean, five points of damage. Yeah, that's fine. But I have been struck. I argue so. that Now it's Aaron's turn. Oh yeah, that definitely hits, and he's firing another harpoon, nine damage. Stultus. Yeah, no, I'll just I'll just storm with again. Okay. Uh twenty-five to hit. Yep. Or eight damage. Right. Chopping away at her. A zero fur. Gotta fire my bow. Fire away. Back off, bitch. That's a 17 to hit. Yep, right on the money. Eight damage. Okay. And I'm gonna fire another bolt at her. Go ahead. Literally the same eight, uh, 17 to hit. Okay, yep, same, right on the money. <laughs> Only six damage that time. Fair enough. They're both looking in pretty critical condition. All you know what? I want this bitch to scream. I would like to use an action surge and storm with her. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this whip's coming all over the place. Uh, this is a melee attack against her, so it's a 19 plus my mod attack, so I'm assuming that hits. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, so she is gonna take. Oh, oh no! But I'm only at first level druid, so it's only wait. Oh no! It is two d six. Holy shit! Oh, so that's seven points of damage. Another seven. Okay. But it also pulls her five feet to me, which should trigger the shadow arrow. Right. right? Which is another two d six. That's only two damage. Okay, so nine points of damage. They are looking very, very awful. It's going to be any wonder which one's going to fall first. All right. They looked at Sunny like they wanted to eat her. Blaze and Sunny, um, your witch is going to make another claw attack at you. At uh, at Blaze. Uh, 14. Nope. Okay, that's all she's got. Sunny! Okay, so the 
the one that they're fighting is the one that's wrapped in the thorn rips, right? Yep, wrapped in thorn rips, thorn brambles, near the burning stove. Okay. Is Actually, she... she's like right on top of me again, because I pulled her five feet towards me. Right. And she gains damage if she moves, If right? she moves at all, she gains damage. So even if it's not her, like... Correct. All right. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> throw around like a rag doll. She's like, ah, fuck, ah, fuck. Not sure if this is actually I'm trying to think if this would actually work or not. So, if I cast fly on this bitch, does she automatically lift into the air, or does she have no, to choose to move? I, does it give? Because it her... says the target gains a flying speed when the uh, when the spell ends. If the the target falls, if still aloft, so she would have to be like yeah, choosing she would have to, to move. Choose okay, to that's what I thought. Unfortunately, that sounds awesome. Because I had an idea. And I was like, like, I think she ah! has to specifically. I was like, now if you had, if you had a spell that would allow you to levitate her, that's a whole other ball game. Don't there. give her that power. She's got this. Every time we go to fight a BBEG, she's like, mm, you're flying, and they're like, mm. <laughs> she's basically Uraraka from yeah. Uh, yeah, my, my hero, <laughs> and she just waits until they're high enough. And <laughs> you want to still want three things? Alright, so, so then instead I would like to exactly cast Mind Spike. Ooh. And I'm gonna do it at third level. Oh man! Fuck this bitch. Oh, uh, before you do that, you gotta roll on your wild surge. <laughs> I was for it. That's a d20, right? Yep, d20. Fuck you up. Six. Oh my god, what's a six on the wild surge table, Tyler? Well, she she has to pass the wild surge table. You know, if she rolls a twenty for the wild surge, then she goes into a wild surge. Uh. So she does not wild surge. She can do her mind spike business. All right, it's a wisdom save of fifteen. All right, wisdom save of fifteen. You're targeting the one near Casbus uh, and Stoltus. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna do the one. Zero fear. Sorry. Oh my yeah, god. I'm, I'm gonna do the one that's by us since I'm not trying to benefit from that. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And she, uh, wisdom saving throw. Got it. She passed it. Hang on, hang on. I gotta roll it. Oh, okay. Uh, that's a thirteen. Okay, so she fails it. So she's gonna take all the damage. Ooh. Damn. How much damage is it? It's Forty-eight. I was gonna say it's gotta be quite a bit at third level. And so, since it's not a cantrip, I can't add, add my modifier. modifier okay. to this. Yep. Alright. Yeah, it's a dice plus mod. 17 damage. How do you want to do this? Yeah. Oh! Hmm. I mean, I'm overloading her brain. So, I'd like it if she would kind of like freak out when she realizes that she's not in control. And then, if it could just like the light behind her eyes go out. Versus it being like a huge explosion thing where she just kind of like drops because her brain. The pain hits her brain with such intensity. She begins to scream in an agony. She's trying to rip into her head and into her skull. And she's screaming and she's screaming. She's got her knees on the floor, pulling at her hair. And then suddenly it just kills her. She stops screaming all of a sudden. And she's like, yeah. Get fucked. Yeah, she's, she's kind of laughing like, <laughs> play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Oh, Sunny's turning to the dark side. I think everybody's turning to the dark side. Let's be real. Welcome to Barovia. Exactly. 
So the other witch, after seeing her sister just claw at her skull near death, says, I surrender! Please! I surrender! I'll tell you what you want to know! I want to take my trident back out. And point it right at her. Get on the floor. She kneels on the floor. And then I want her to back up against the wall. You're basically asking her to back into the burning oven. No, like a wall, not the oven. All right, I'm fine. assuming there are actual walls. Too. There are walls. I'm, okay, if you want to... All right, you back her up to a well, wall. What I'm going to do is I'm going to jab my trident right around her neck and pin her to the wall. You do that. <laughs> how does he do it? How does, how does he do what? How does Strahd get to his castle so quickly he definitely doesn't do it by conventional means we have means to believe that you know how oh he goes the same way we do into the ethereum and how do we do that i don't know if you would know how to get into the ethereum but his horse does his horse is a nightmare how do you do it we are night hags. We belong to the nine hells. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Can you take us through? With you? Are you okay? Terrifying. Monet. Monet, don't give me no shit. It's like you didn't give me any cream today. You wouldn't let me chew the mic cord. No, oh, Funky's coming for me now. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Hi. I suppose I can. Because you know what will happen if you don't or if you try to do yes. anything. Yes, I know. I know. You want something else, don't you? That's why you're here. You want his other secret, don't you? The one he asked me to protect. What other secret? She reaches into her blouse. <laughs> oh, God! Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that kind of secret. <laughs> oh, thank God. And she pulls Who out wants boob money? a necklace. Ooh. I love physical traps. Sparkle, sparkle. I guess I am the one kind of coaxing her into this. This is really cool. What is this? It's it's an amulet. I see that. It's the amulet of Ravenkind. It's the only known magical item, aside from some sword he was scared about, that can cast true sunlight. Oh! I am absolutely tucking this away so I can blast it in his fucking face. It will do it in an area. An area of sunlight. So we need sunlight to do it? No, no, it does it on its own. Oh, I'm sorry. The sunlight is within it. Yeah, I'm going to kind of tuck this into one of my armor pockets. So. Sorry. I suppose we ought to be off, but before you do, you might want to check upstairs. What's upstairs? Raw material. Baking supplies. Oh. How pissed off am I gonna be? I don't know. Do you dare go upstairs and look? 
or who upstairs. I will say that the house is starting to burn as well, so time is of the essence. Solstice, do you want to check check upstairs or do you want to wait here? I'm going to go look. Alright. I didn't realize this was like the same windmill. Yeah, this is the same windmill. So, you go upstairs. You go upstairs. And you hear, and as you get up higher and higher upstairs, the smoke gets a little thicker and thicker <clears throat> since this place is now burning down. And you hear muffled, Help! Help! Oh, no. Is there like a door or something? As soon as we get the There's a crate in the corner die. by the wall that is thumping and bumping. And that's where the cries of help are coming from. You rip open the crate. There are two children inside. Let me guess. Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel do the same. Well, it's a Hansel and Gretel-esque situation, I will admit, but... Uh, once I realize what's going on here, I would like to cast... Um, where'd it go? Uh, warding Wind. Uh, strong wind blows around you in a 10 foot radius. Uh, blows around you in a radius and moves with you remaining centered on you. The wind lasts for spell's duration, which is up to 10 minutes. Death ends you and other creatures in the area. Extinguishes unprotected flames in the area and a torch size uh, that are torch size or smaller. It hedges out vapor, gas, fog, etc. So basically, I'm trying to make a wind pocket to get these kids out of here. All right. where you do that. You get them out of there. Bring them downstairs. So now you're all faced with Stoltis holding a bunch of kids under his arms coming down from upstairs. Uh, that wasn't chicken, was it? No, of course it wasn't. Oh, we know. eat children meat first. The bones we use as flour. Damn, Jasmine! <laughs> You know what a good line. You know that picture of Jake from Adventure Time where he's like <laughs> that is Casmus' spirit up in wherever he went to. He's not going anywhere. Remember when you die in Barovia, you're reincarnated. Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh fuck. Okay. Ooh, I don't know. I, I, I have to hold every urge not to kill this bitch, but I also don't know how we're going to get there in time. I don't know. You're the one who has to worry about not killing her because uh, I'm one without the kids. Yeah. Lock him down. Perhaps the kids should. Are you speaking of, of this image? <laughs> yes. He doesn't actually say anything. He's like, he's fucking. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think. Same with Casmus. He can't say anything. In a momentary, like that weird calm before anger kind of situation, Stoltz, I'm gonna. Stoltz is gonna kneel down, look the kids in the eye, and say like, "You need to leave. You need to leave. Don't even look back. Go oh, home. So he gonna have. We can't go home. We can't go home." Mommy sold us to this to these people. Excuse me? 
She was hungry for pie. And she sold us to get more pie. Oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> I used the children to eat the children. <laughs> Make your own damn pie. Uh, I can't take this. You're saying she should have grown up her own. You said, okay, the wagon's waiting outside, right? Yes, the happy is waiting outside. This place is burning up faster than... Okay, children, why don't you run outside? There should be a very nice gentleman and a lovely lady. He's not going to sell us, is he? He won't sell you, I guarantee it. And tell him if he does, he will answer to me personally. Aziraphir. I'm going to put out my little... Talons. Understandable. I promise you. They run out. Oh, good. Okay. Now then. And then I'm gonna take the trident out from there and point it directly at her and say, Move now. Which is honor. Which is honor. They move. She moves out. Uh, Esmeralda is waiting there. She draws her sword. What are you doing? Why isn't she dead? We need her to get through. If we plan on making it in time, they've got to take us through the, what did she call it, the Ethereum? Yeah, the Ethereum. Okay. To get through the Ethereum, unless you can do something about that. No, I can't do the Ethereum as to say to. So she's a night hang. Very interesting. You know what else is interesting? Hold on to your hand. Hold on to each other's hands. Hold on to mine. We'll go for a ride. Does it make a poop us in the sun or something? Okay, that's a good way to go. So, you all lock hands. Mm. Hold I on to hers. With all my heart, flying <laughs> daggers in Elena's purse. And just like before with Strahd and Scarlet. <laughs> You are at the front stoop of Ravenloft. I said I'd get you there! I want to use my foot, kick her down on the ground, and jab my trident through her head. If you're fast enough. She did go out of her circle. Roll for the kick. No, that's fair. Okay. Um... That's a nine to hit. Nope. No, sir. I said I'd get you there. I never said I'd take you inside! <laughs> so what just happened? Did she poof away? She or? poofed away. You are now on the front steps of Ravenloft. Worser yet, someone is coming to greet you. Is it Rahadin? Why, you guessed it. It is Rahadin. But that is where we are going to leave our session off tonight. That is fair. I Ooh. want to thank you all for listening. We had a wonderful time. And we hope to see you soon with the next episode of The World of Zenos, starring next week. Until then, take care and goodbye.